This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You guys, the way you handle every week to me is just absolutely amazing. It's special, man, and you guys do it every single week. Every week's different, and you guys handle it, and you grow together. We do it together, everybody, man. It's the best, and it feels so good. This is the Full Press Bears Podcast, a part of Full Press Coverage. Here's your host and diehard Chicago Bears fan, Kyle George. You are ridiculous. Get ready to bear down. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears! What's up, Bears fans? It's your host, Kyle George, and we're back for another great episode of Full Press Bears. This show is about Da Bears all that time. Follow me on Twitter at FuriousGeorge94. Um, for more of our news coverage, go to Full Press at Full Press Bears on Twitter. Email me at FullPressBears at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you, hear your thoughts. Leave a voicemail, 847-580-3528. I'd love to hear your thoughts there, too. Um, yeah, leave me a review, um, five stars, zero stars, whatever. I just want to hear your thoughts and take in your feedback so I can improve. This podcast is always can be heard on any of your popular podcast platforms, like Apple, Spotify, Google podcasts, etc. or more simply, and what I'd recommend doing, go to fullpresscoverage.com or download the full press coverage app to find this podcast and many other great ones there. But wherever you do go, please be sure to subscribe. This is going to be 
a super short, mega short episode, um, and I apologize. I normally try to coordinate getting a guest on for these episodes to learn about the opponent. Uh, last week, I was able to have a guest on to talk about the Rams, and life happens, and I was unable to get somebody to talk Bengals with me, um, despite their best efforts. I had a few irons in the fire, but none of them worked out, so... Um, if somehow any of you are watching this or listening to this, thank you for doing your best. But I I know it was last minute. So it's going to be short because, to be honest, I don't have much to say about the Bengals. I've, they're not in our division. They're not a high-profile team that you really are looking forward to watching. So I haven't – I haven't don't have much to say. Like, it's like, uh, Joe Burrow. <laughs> There's not much more. Uh, for me to say so it's going to be a very uh, quick game preview here um, I'll hit mainly my Bears notes and then we'll I'll touch briefly on whatever I can about the Bengals and we'll go on from there um, but don't let anything I say about the Bengals too heavily influence your thoughts on them because just being honest I'm not a very um, knowledgeable individual about the Bengals so regarding my general thoughts about this game. If you look at the Bears' schedule, I talked last episode in the recap about how the Bears are fortunate that you have a tough team in the Rams and then the Bengals and then the Browns and then the Lions. That's a decent first four-game stretch, so you can really measure what your team is. However, the problem with that is then after that, you have a very tough stretch of games. You have... Vegas and the Packers and the Buccaneers and the Niners and I'm sure I'm missing some others in there but there are some very difficult teams in there and doesn't really soften up until the last four weeks or so when you play the Vikings twice and the Lions again the Giants that's about that is your best stretch of quote-unquote winnable football so you need to win this game. When you t- when you look at quote unquote easy games for the Bears to win, it's the Bengals, it's the Lions games. I don't even know if you could say the Vikings games are easy, but you should be able to be competitive in those and the Giants game. It's hard to really say beyond that how many more um yeah, it's hard to say how many more games are winnable. Um, so I would be, yeah, if I'm the Bears, it's a must win. That's what I'm saying. It's a must win. You go down 0-2, you go into Cleveland, face the Browns. Guess what? That's looking pretty close to 0-3 before you would play Detroit. And, hey, Detroit put up 33 points against the Niners. Just saying. I don't know if Detroit's going to be – as bad as everyone's saying they are. They definitely don't have the greatest talent, but they're probably going to be a tougher out than maybe what people are expecting. Just saying. Um, so specifics for the Bears are, like, my two main keys of the game. Number one, first and foremost, by far, is the Bears' defense must, must, must show out. This needs to be their game because 
they struggled in LA. The the Bengals are not on the same level as the Rams. It's a good opportunity to come out and show what you really are. Joe Burrow got sacked five times by the Vikings in week one. I expect the sacks to come on Sunday. I expect the turnovers to come as a result on Sunday. If you want to be what the Bears have always been known for, and that's that tough defense, you'd better show up against the Bengals. Because if you don't show up against the Bengals, I don't know who you're going to show up against. Again, maybe the Lions, maybe the Giants at the end of the year. You better show up. Um, the Bengals do have some good weapons. Joe Burrow's obviously the quarterback. Joe Mixon ran the, for the most yards in the league in week one. And they have some speedy receivers. Boyd, Higgins, and uh, Jamar Chase. Speedy receivers and the Bears secondary was trash. It was abysmal. So, I don't, I don't know. You had better hope that this defense shows up. You better hope that the defensive line absolutely dominates the Bengals' lackluster offensive line. You better, I. This had better not be a game where on Monday or Tuesday I'm saying, "Where was Khalil Mack? I didn't hear him mentioned at all." Khalil Mack had better show up. This is a game for him. He had better have at least a sack or a strip sack or five QB hits or something crazy because this offensive line this offensive line of the Bengals sucks. So the Bears defense, their line better show up. And you know what else is that if you can get the defensive line to show up, the secondary will improve most likely. That's usually how those things work. If you can get your line established, a lot of times it will help your secondary. So I look at this game as a big game for the Bears overall. But for me, more more than anything, it's a big game for the defense. The defense has to show out. My other main key for this game is that Matt Nagy needs to be decisive, which is a unfortunate thing for me to say because he's just not that. He's very much... I guess he is decisive in the sense that he sticks to his plan and his guns and that's it. He doesn't ever really consider the situation. But I guess what I'm saying is I would ask for him to be more evaluative. And he needs to make the the tough decisions. It is what it is. Um, I am... I don't feel great about... I, I think Dalton will be fine against the Bengals. I think Dalton is serviceable. I think the Bears can win with him at quarterback. Um, but I, I'm sick of this whole thing of throwing fields out there for a few plays. I really, really think you're going to have to make a decision. And you know what? If Dalton throws two interceptions and the second one is ugly, it might be fields time. It's at soldier field. Fans are going to be out. And I feel bad for Andy Dalton, honestly, because he, he's just trying to make money and to play football, and yet he finds himself in this position where people are going to be booing the heck out of him, but really those boos are directed at Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy. I wish that could be communicated with him. So I want Matt Nagy to be decisive. Go to run the ball. 
Montgomery had the second most run, run rushing yards in the league after Joe Mixon, most likely because Montgomery was injured for most of the third quarter. Ian Nagy at some points in the game would take him out of the series entirely and just give Damian Williams a series because it was part of his cute little plan. You know what? When somebody's running the ball like Monty is, you have got to give up whatever your cute little plan is sometimes. I, I don't want to hear or see that you're just pulling Monty to pull him. Give him the ball. The dude is – is, everything points to him having a fire year, and you're going to screw it up if you're not giving him opportunities. So feed – it's going to sound very stereotypical football speak, but feed the ball to the running back. Let Monty run. Establish that run, and everything else will fall into place. I would expect that Nagy will attempt multiple passes beyond 10 yards – Okay, because the you know the Bengals again are a step down in class from the uh, a step down in class from the Rams. So I would expect Mooney to get some action, a Rob to actually have a decent game in terms of his targets and his yards, because the the guy didn't have a good game against the Rams because he didn't he wasn't targeted hardly at all, and what he was was little five yard routes. So. I want to see improvement there. Um, the offensive line is was decent against the Rams. Hopefully they can really test how durable they are because uh, they were going with such swick, quick snaps and throws against the Rams to avoid Aaron Donald that it's uh, it, it you couldn't really get a feel for how good they're going to be. So hopefully if they can take some more shots down the field, you can really see how good or bad this offensive line is. Um, yeah, those are my main things for the bears is the defense must show out and Nagy needs to be decisive. And my main point with that is if it's clear that Dalton is sucking it up, you got, you got to pull the trigger. You can't stick to whatever plan this is that you have, because may I add that your plan doesn't make any sense. You've been saying this whole time that you're trying to follow the Kansas city model and yet you're you're throwing Justin Fields in for random plays here or there. It just doesn't make sense. So I stop. You're not fooling anybody. You, you think you're this clever genius? You get over it, okay? Get over it. Okay. Um, those are my keys to the game. My, I'm gonna move on to my next segment called Bears Down, which is my injury report section. Uh, this is recording as of Thursday evening. So I have the thir- Wednesday and Thursday injury reports in front of me. Um, and it doesn't look horrible, but there's definitely some concerning um, reports on there. So, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, first and foremost, Larry Borm has yet to practice this week, so it's pretty clear that he will not be playing in the game at all on Sunday. So the hope is that Jason Peters will be back because otherwise you're relying on Elijah Wilkinson for that left tackle spot, which is troublesome to say the least. Um, So Larry Borum, most likely at this point, I'm going to say he's going to be out. That's a pretty safe call to say that. Um, Robert Quinn is on this list again with a back injury, and he's been limited in practice both Wednesday and Thursday. Now, limited means he's probably going to play. He's well enough to play, but it's concerning that he's on it for the second week in a row with the back issue. When you're a lineman, your back is kind of important because you're pushing dudes, okay? And we thought we would finally get a healthy Robert Quinn this year and maybe see what he can actually be capable of. But... It's clearly not going to happen because he's already in, he's been injured the first two weeks and it's a big a big deal. It's your back, so I I sure hope that he can get healthy soon because you know the Bears don't have a bye week until week ten or something. Like it, it's it's very very concerning, um, but at the same time it's not like he's done anything either on the field, so uh. Maybe it's not so concerning. I don't know. It, it, it's just Robert Quinn. That contract sucks. It was a mistake to ever sign him to as big of a deal as you did. Taking a flyer on him is one thing, but signing him to this huge money was a mistake from Jump Street. So, um, okay. Um, so there's two last people I want to talk about. Jason Peters is on the injury report. He's been limited both days with his quad injury. Um hoping that he'll be able to play if he's limited on friday that is going to usually imply that he's available to play on sunday the question is at 39 and at out of shape and injured how many reps is he going to play how many snaps is he going to play or is there going to be a decent amount of elijah wilkinson that's something that has to be considered um i i'm hoping for the bears sake that Peters can go, but he, the dude is, he's 39 and he's a big dude. He didn't have off season conditioning. So there needs to be some slack cut for him, um, in this scenario. And the last guy is Eddie Goldman. So he missed game one with a knee injury. It kind of popped up out of nowhere at the end because everyone was saying how good he looked in the preseason. He was limited on Wednesday and Matt Nagy made a point to say that, he looked like the arrow was pointing up. Like, he looked good. 
But now, a day after Matt Nagy makes that comment, he did not practice. And so now he's the arrow should be trending down. Okay, If he's limited, then that means it's trending up for him to likely be able to play. If he's... Um, if he did not practice, that most likely means he's not going to play. So, it doesn't look good. I don't know how, what it's going to take for him to recover. I don't know what it's going to take for him to fully heal and be back out on the field. But the Bears could use him. That's for sure. Okay. That is the end of my Bears down injury report. There's some other names on there, but they practiced in full, so there's no concerns there. Um, at this point, there's no concerns, I should say. All right, moving on to my segment where we learn a little bit about the other team, which is called, who do we think they are? Kind of like the, they are who we thought they were. Um, this is where I, I have very little to say because I don't know the Bengals that well, but my first and foremost thought would be that Burrow looked really good. He was looking really good last year until he got injured. I think he's still going to be a really good quarterback in this league, and I think he's going to be one of the key contributors to the Bengals game on Sunday against the Bears. So you definitely have to have some concern if you are the Bears um, for, for the quarterback. Now the good news is since their offensive line sucks, hopefully you should be able to hit him and knock him down and jar him. Um ruin his 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 game his motivation a little bit um, or momentum I should say um, and that sure would help um, Joe Mixon is clearly a threat to be reckoned with this year as the leading rush in the NFL after one week um, the Vikings don't necessarily have a poor defense but they clearly don't have I, I, I don't so I, I guess it's hard to say at this point in the year if that says more about the Vikings defense or about Joe Mixon as a running back, but it's not like the Bears defense looked good against the Rams. So especially with Eddie Goldman out, I would expect to see Joe Mixon continue to play quite well this week against the Bears. And of course, again, that's something to be concerned about. Uh, and then lastly, I already mentioned their speedy receivers, Jamar Chase, um, Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. Uh, T. Higgins didn't really have any stats last week, but he does fit in with that mold of speedy receivers, and we know the Bears' secondary, which was just awful. So your hope here is that, again, the defensive line can make a stand, make an impact in this game, and if they can, then it should directly influence what the secondary is able to do for the Bears. All right, that is it for my... Um, who do we think they are segment lastly is my bold predictions um so very briefly here number one justin fields there's my first bold prediction for this game justin fields throws for his first career touchdown in this game i don't know if he's gonna start or sorry i know he's not gonna start i don't know if he'll start the second half i don't know if he'll be given a full drive I don't know what's going to happen, but my bold prediction is that at some point in this game, in a red zone package, in a in a bomb play, in something, Justin Fields will throw his first career touchdown, and Soldier Field will go crazy. So that's my first bold prediction. Um, my second bold prediction, and this is a this is a far so different from what happened last week against the Rams. My 
second bold prediction is that the Bears defense will record over four and a half sacks plus turnovers. So when you add the number of sacks and turnovers they have together, I'm going to say that number is over four and a half, which again, may not sound like a lot necessarily, but they had zero last week. So, or no, I'm sorry. Hicks had that one. They had one last week. So you would think against a worse team, worse offensive line that you should be able to increase that number. And so I'm going with over four and a half. And lastly is my score prediction. Um, my prediction for this game, I do think the Bears will be able to win this game, and I think it will win a lot of fans over, um, more so on Andy Dalton and Matt Nagy's system, for better or for worse, whichever you think that is. I think the defense will look a little bit more reminiscent of their past, but I highly doubt it's going to seem sustainable. Um, I think a lot of this game will come down to us realizing that the Bears are probably slightly better team than the Bengals, um, but definitely definitely more in the Bengals neighborhood than they are in the Rams neighborhood. Um, but still, I would say a slightly higher tier than them. And I just think that the talent wins out in the end. So I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, the Bears are minus two on the books, but I think that they cover. I have the Bears winning 27 to 23 which also is the over the over under is 48 and that would put us at 50 so i I think the bears cover i think this game goes over um and those are my predictions okay so with that like victory formation that concludes today's episode um please remember to follow me on twitter at furiousgeorge94 for all my game analysis snarky humor and wild opinions regarding your Chicago Bears. Drop your thoughts and live pregame, in-game, post-game reactions at 847-580-3528 or at fullpressbears at gmail.com. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, there is some very exciting things that are coming up. I promise that in the future I will have more guests. Next week I have Sir Yacht coming on to join me to talk about the Bears-Browns matchup, so that should be a fun time. I have... Um, some other guests lined up along the way and I have a potential co-host joining me permanently in a few weeks so that is all some things to look forward to Uh, but it is time for me to bounce so be great be kind bear down and I will see you next time beat the Bengals boom baby fade to black The Full Press Bears Podcast. If you don't love the Bears, we don't love you.